0: The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Make sure you catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on texasfootball.com and on Facebook. And if you like the show, subscribe on the podcast vendor of your choice. Give us a positive rating and tell a friend. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Panic Room in an undisclosed location, it is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name is Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook, or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part. To support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today in her Go Mean Green shirt. It's the Dutch to the Dorks, Ashley Pickle
1: coming green howdy
0: um so i guess what like we can talk a little bit about let me do this first today is tuesday may 5th 2020 205 days till thanksgiving episode 953 953 of the number of plate appearances for chris davis and his illustrious texas rangers career we're going to go through something about the all texas college team i'll get into that and In then pack half of the show we'll hear from wide receiver marvin mims our mr texas football player of the year he was honored as the a member of the whataburger super team uh, and did you do this, or did Robel do this?
1: Rob did. I edited it, Rob. but Rob is the talent on this one.
0: Fantastic. So we will hear from Marvin Mims, the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Year, and Whataburger Super Team honoree, coming up here at the back half of the show. Do we have first four through the door?
1: We sure do. It was Tony, Rob Hadaway, Aaron Flynn, and Meese. Welcome in, guys. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, let's, uh, last, uh, for, for those who watch this show, you know that we've been doing it in captivity for the last two months, basically. Mm-hmm. It's like, it was early to mid-March that we started doing this.
1: March one. 13th was the first day.
0: March 13th really was really, on the
1: 12th, we so, just did the show, and then we left.
0: <laughs> yes. That, the last show we did in studio was the 12th. 12th. Right? hmm Yes. So... Um, we have, uh, if you're interested in when we're going to get back into the studio, if that is at all interesting to you, uh, I think we have a date. Yes. Um, we are going to, it sounds like June one is going to be the first time we go back into the studio. Um, that is uh, look that all that is, if the world explodes between now and then, then obviously things can change. But for now, the plan is for us to go back and start doing shows in the studio on June one. Uh, that day is also an important day because important. that yes. will be the cover reveal of the 2020 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. A very big day. So, Exciting. June 1, mark your calendar. It's
1: It'll be cool to be, be back in the studio for the first time. Mm-hmm.
0: It should that. be a celebration. Yes. Should be a celebration. We're very excited. We are, uh, that's the plan. June 1, a return to the studio uh, and uh, the cover reveal of the 2020 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Go ahead and write that. Put that in your palm pilot. Put it, just get your palm pilot out and put it in your palm pilot.
1: Oh, man. There you go. Um,
0: Okay. Let's. I never had a palm pilot, to be clear. (laughs) My dad did.
1: (laughs) Whatever, bud. Whatever you say.
0: That was. That was one, it had a stylus. I remember remember always thinking like, man, what if you lose that stylus?
1: Yeah. I have never uh, interacted with a Palm Pilot. It didn't seem... Shocker.
0: didn't seem really thought out.
1: I had a CD player. Anyway. Like a portable one?
0: Yeah. Cool. I'm trying to relate it to you. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Well, you're doing a bad job. Okay, whatever. Um, Okay. So... (laughs) let's talk about uh, one of the features in the 2020 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas football. Uh, One of the features that we do every year is the all Texas college team. Uh, The way that it works is pretty simple. We go through and we try to pick out the best players at Texas colleges at each position and make a team. So think of it like a preseason all American team, except for um, only comprised of players at Texas colleges. Uh, now some of these, I think, um, are pretty, so we have a first team and we have a second team, right? Mm -hmm. Um, first team and a second team. And what I think is interesting is that there are some positions that I think are relatively clear cut. Um, and there are guys that we're really, really high Mm -hmm. on, but then there's others that are less clear cut for different reasons. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And, And I'll, I'll give you a couple of examples. Um, I think the quarterback spot is really tough. Mm-hmm. It's really tough this year because you've got a lot of relatively established guys, right? Mm-hmm. You've got Charlie Brewer at Baylor. You've got Sam Ellinger at Texas. You've got Shane Bouchelle at SMU. You've got Kellen Mond at, at Texas A&M. If you want to buy in on Alan Bowman at Tech, right, when he's been on the field, he's it's been really good. good mm-hmm. Right? Um, there are a fair number of teams that have uh, established guys who are set up. And so how do you break that down into a first team? We only do two teams. So how do you break it down to a first team and a second team? That was one that I think is is pretty difficult. Another one that I thought uh, was was pretty difficult is um, at receiver. I think receiver is pretty tough because this is a pretty loaded receiver class. Uh, whether you're talking about Marquez Stevenson at, at Houston, who is a, a dynamo, or you're talking about uh, a guy like, uh, like uh, Eric Enzukanma at, at Texas Tech, who really lit it up, uh, Tyquan Thornton at Baylor, uh, Brennan Eagles at Texas, uh, Jamon Osborn at, at, at A&M, Reggie Roberson at SMU, Jalen Darden at North Texas. There are a lot of really, really talented uh, wide receivers. Uh, Dion Hare Griffin from, from yep. North Texas. There are a lot of really talented receivers out there. But then there's, like, another side of it, right? There's another side of it where it gets hard to find established guys. Mm -hmm. I'll give you an example. When you do it running back, right, Um, you know, there's a couple – like, Keontae Ingram has been good for Texas. It's been good. Um, Sir Roderick Thompson at at Tech was solid as a freshman. Um, Sincere McCormick at UTSA was pretty good for a bad offense right Isaiah Spiller flashed last year as a freshman at A&M um I think that that running back it's maybe it's harder to come by for a different reason in the sense that it's there's a lot of in like there's no real clear-cut guy at the very very top you go oh no that's the guy
1: which Um, should not be surprising at all considering we just talked about how clear-cut the quarterback wide receiver groups are that means you kind of run off a little bit in the running back position
0: yeah I also think Texas is uh, the state of Texas is relatively thin at linebacker. There's A couple of guys I really like, but I think it's relatively thin at linebacker. And then I want to get to the other one that that basically I had to have a conversation with um, Shahan about yesterday in the Slack, mm-hmm. which is and this is one that I think nobody thinks about. But um, let's talk about punter. So, yep. so, so Texas, the state of Texas, has put out a lot of really good punters lately.
2: Yeah.
0: It's been like really, really solid. A lot of really good punters. Um, it's
1: all the Australian and, guys.
0: <laughs> well, a lot of Australian guys, but here's the thing. Guys who left Braden Mann, who was the top ranked punter in America, basically from A and M he's gone. Dane Roy from Houston, who was really good mm-hmm. is gone. Alvin Kenworthy is gone. Um, and so what do you really do from there? Right? Like, mm-hmm. Austin McNamara at Tech was pretty good, right? You know he was solid. Um, unfortunately, like we, we, you could have said, oh, what about like Utah's punter Mitchell Crawford? Well, Mitchell Crawford transferred to Michigan State. Yep. So then where do you go? And it's and like then... then it's about a projection picks. So it, it it's weird because that is kind of the one thing that Texas consistently over the past couple of years mm-hmm. has been really good at is um is is putting out punters like our punters have been really really good
1: and, and now we're
0: kind of in an in between spot
1: that's the thing with punters too is when you have running backs or wide receivers you get to see multiple people throughout the year so you know who the person okay they should be stepping up this year with a punter if you've got a good punter he's punning every single time you know and so it's yeah. it's really hard to know about the guys that are coming up because you really only need one of them unless they get hurt
0: right it's, um, it's really, really, it's really cra- like, like it, going through that, it was kind of hard to, to kind of identify which ones are, are going to, you know, are going to make the All-Texas College team. But, of course, you'll be able to see our selections and yell at us about it in the 2020 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football cover reveal on June 1. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at Texas uh to get the magazine mailed to you early and use the promo code FEEDTEXAS, and we will donate $5 to the local food bank. Uh, around you so texasfootball.com insider uh promo code feed texas all right uh a little bit when was this a couple days ago
1: mm, uh last week
0: last week last week um our own rob Melissa had the great pleasure of catching up with our mr texas football player of the year wide receiver marvin Mems from frisco lone star because uh one of the other awards that he won Uh, one of a very prestigious award uh, uh, voted on by the fans, people who actually know what they're talking about, Um, the Whataburger Super Team. He was named to the Whataburger Super Team, uh, a well-deserved honor for that young man. Uh, He is heading to Oklahoma to be a star receiver for the Sooners, uh, and we caught up with him. Here's our conversation in the Whataburger Super Team presentation for Marvin Mims here on Texas Football Today.
3: Whataburger and Dave Campbell's Texas football are proud to honor the best and brightest stars in Texas high school football with the announcement of the 2019 Whataburger super team. Texas high school football fans from across the state nominated more than 5,000 players, resulting in more than 300,000 ballots cast on texasfootball.com. Of all those, only 40 outstanding athletes rose to the top to be named with this unique honor. Joining us today for this special presentation is 2019 Whataburger super team award recipient Marvin Mims, And we're also joined by two of Dave Campbell's Texas football's favorite Jeffs, and that is Frisco Lone Star Head Coach Jeff Rayburn and Marketing Manager, Marketing and Innovation, Jeff Altman. Welcome, guys. Thank you for for joining us today. How's everybody doing? Thank you for
2: having us, Rob. Yep,
3: absolutely. Awesome. I have to start off and, and make sure I give the proper introduction for Marvin. 2019 was an amazing year for wide receivers in the state of Texas, and arguably none shone brighter than Marvin. Marvin caught 117 passes for 2,629 yards, the most in Texas high school football history, and 32 touchdowns, ending his remarkable career as the state's all-time leading wide receiver. Marvin also took home two of Dave Campbell's Texas football's most unique honors, being named our 2019 Mr. Texas Football Player of the Year and headlining our 2019 Whataburger super team. So Marvin, that's a ton of accolades uh, for the 2019 season. What was your reaction when you heard that you were named uh, to the 2019 Whataburger super team? And what did it mean to you to have the entire Lone Star community rally the vote to get you there?
4: I mean, it was really surprising, just like everything else. I mean, you don't really expect it, especially when things like come out on Twitter. But I mean, it was a huge blessing and just another like award for the whole team, the whole community and what we did this season.
3: And, Coach, you got to witness all of
4: Marvin's remarkable plays
3: and accomplishments firsthand. Uh, what was it like to coach Marvin, and, and how special was it for you to see him claim a spot on this year's Waterburger Super Team?
5: Yeah, there, there's so many accolades that Marvin uh, garnered this year and, and all so well-deserving. And, and Whataburger has been such an in- instrumental part to Texas high school football and being associated with Dave Campbell's and Texas football. Um, it's one of the highest honors you can have as a high school football player. Um, so, you know, it, it was fun to watch Marvin, and, and it makes you a really good coach when Marvin Mims is on your team. So we're super excited for him. But, you know, but the best thing about Marvin is he's the most humble kid. And just as you just heard, um, he gives the credits to his teammates, and he gives the credits uh, to others around him. And that's what makes him so special.
3: And, and Jeff, uh, what does it mean for Whataburger to be able to show support to their local Texas high school football teams?
2: Well, you know, um, Waterburger has been around for almost uh, seven years. We're going to celebrate a birthday later this summer. And it's just always been part of our, our fabric to support sports and, and especially high school. You know, I don't think there's a, uh, a Friday during football season that's not packed with, with high school kids. And so it's, it, it just goes hand in hand. And, and Texans love Waterburger, and Texans love football. So um, it's just a perfect fit and a great way for us to honor the best of the best across the state. And and 2019, Marvin was was
3: obviously an unforgettable year for you and the Frisco Lone Star Rangers. Uh, what will be your favorite
4: memory as you look back on your Texas high school football career? Uh, my favorite memory will probably be. It's kind of hard. So many to choose from, but um, I'll probably choose the Colony game. When our running back, Jake Bodden scored the game-winning touchdown at the end, I just felt that, like, that game, you know, that week going up to it, it was just so much, you know, so much hard work, especially from the season before where they beat us. So whenever remember that moment happened, especially the way the game was going. It was a crazy game. I just felt like it was the best part of my season, personally.
3: That's an awesome memory, and I think that kind of touches on, uh, you know, kind of what Coach Rayburn was talking about earlier, some of the unselfishness from you. Um, talking about one of your favorite memories is something that your teammate had played a huge part in. So um, obviously feeds into um, how great your team was and how much of a team player you were. And, and coach, obviously losing Marvin this year. Um, uh, what kind of an impact does does Marvin uh, receiving this award have on the Frisco Lone Star program? What type of legacy is he leaving behind?
5: Well, he's not just leaving a legacy on our program. He's leaving a legacy on the entire state of Texas. Um, it, it, as our coaches and, and some of our players were talking not too long ago. Um, I mean, we got to experience being around Marvin every single day and experience the greatness on the field um, that, that he displayed week in and week out. Uh, but you don't realize when, when you break the, the state record and the national records all in the same season, you um, how much of a tremendous honor that really is and, and how difficult that is to do. Um, you can't replace a guy like Marvin Mims, um, but the best thing that Marvin has done is left a legacy to the other kids of how to lead, of how to work, um, and how to, how to be a special young man on and off the field. And our guys have really learned so much from him. That it's gonna carry on from, from long after Marvin um, leaves Lone Star and, and, and does all the great things at Oklahoma and hopefully the NFL his legacy will still be felt at Lone Star because of what he produced as a leader and creating more leaders. And that's the mark of a a true champion right there.
3: And and Jeff, you're about as close to this program as anybody. How much of a success has the super team partnership with Dave Campbell's Texas football been for Whataburger?
2: You know, it's been great. You know, This is our second year to partner with Dave Campbell's for the super team. We were really excited when we heard about this. you know, we're in every community across the state of Texas. We're in 10 states, but, you know, Texas is is where we're from, and, and football is so big here. So, you know, to, to be able to honor a player like Marvin, who is such a great teammate, and that's what we're about as well, um, you know, he's he's a representative of us as, as well. And so it's exciting that he can continue his career and his education and that, and that we can honor him for that.
3: And, and Marvin, uh, Jeff alluded to this earlier, the Whataburger super team, it recognizes the best and brightest stars. And, and you certainly have a bright future ahead of you uh, going to Oklahoma next year. How have you been preparing for the transition uh, to attend college next year? And, and what are you looking uh, forward to most
4: about being a Sooner? Um, looking forward to most, probably my first home game there. You know, from what I hear, when I've been to, it's just like a really crazy experience. But, um, Personally, like it's been kind of hard to prepare myself for that moment, especially in the times we're in now. kind of been on my own as far as, like, working out and all that stuff. But the playbook's going good, me understanding that. And then relationship with my teammates is going pretty good, too. So I'm really looking forward to it. I know
3: we're excited to watch you. And uh, speaking of Oklahoma receivers, I know Dallas Cowboys fans are excited about the new draft pick in CeeDee Lamb, uh, former Oklahoma Sooner. Uh, Marvin, I'll let you give us the scouting report. What do you believe makes CeeDee Lamb so
4: special, and what can Cowboys fans look forward to next season? Uh, From what I heard from, you know, other players and the coaches and what I've seen on film, I mean, he can turn any play into a really good play. Um, I feel like that'd be a great thing for the Cowboys. I'm a Cowboys fan myself, so I was really happy about the pick last night. But, um, you know, I'm just really excited for him and his family and stuff. I mean, I've never met him, never talked to him. Like, when I got there, he was gone, of course, you know, working out for the draft. But, you know, from what I've heard, I mean, he's an unbelievable player. Well, certainly
3: an electrifying player and um, I think you have a great opportunity to kind of go in and fill that void for the Sooners and do some great things and I know we're certainly excited to, to watch you and um, and coach this is obviously an unprecedented time with the quarantine and, and school closures. What have you been doing to keep in touch with your players and, and what are you looking forward to most uh, when you get back together on the field with
5: your guys in the fall. Yeah, you're exactly right. It is unprecedented times, uh, but this is a situation that we have. And what we've told our players and our coaches and our football program is this should embrace the opportunity. And this is an opportunity for growth in a lot of different ways. Um, You can look at the negative, or you can look at the positive. Uh, We've really been able to um, enhance the learning for a lot of our young kids, especially um, with the installs and the Zoom meetings on a daily basis with our position coaches. Um, We're doing a book study, um, a coffee bean, I'm sure a lot of you guys are. Read that one but we're doing a book study on that um, so we're having some time to do some different things um, and, and improve our program and our kids are self motivated so we know they're out there working we've given them workouts the performance course um, we're able to track those and and continue to touch base with our guys. And there's not a day that goes by that we don't interact with our kids and don't have meetings and conversations with them just like we would if we're we're at school. So got to make the best of the situation we're in. and just like we tell our guys is everybody's in this situation. It's a matter of how we embrace it and, and how we continue to get better uh, because we're all in the same thing together. You're right. and
3: um, and Jeff, uh... What does Waterburger hope to accomplish by presenting hardworking student
2: athletes like, like Marvin with this award? Well, you know, I think for, for, for um, and just the partnership itself with Dave Campbell, you know, it's another opportunity for us to give back to communities that have supported Waterburger for so long. Um, and you know, as coach said, especially in this unprecedented, unprecedented time, you know, uh, we're, we are all in this together. And so, community is, is really important. Um, taking care of family is really important. So I think, you know, for us to be involved in something like this, it's, it's a lot more than just what happens on that football field every, every
3: week. And, and Coach Rayburn, kind of bouncing it back to you from the other side, what's it, what does it mean to you to have sponsors like Whataburger involved in supporting local Texas high school football programs, not only at, at Frisco Lone Star, but across the state of Texas?
5: Yeah, you know, Texas high school football is different from everywhere else in the country and a big reason for that is the support that we have in the community from people like Whataburger. Um, there's so many people that are involved other than just the football team and coaches. Um, it's, the, it's the entire school um, from, from drill team, to cheerleaders, to band, uh, to parents and fans. But when you have great sponsors like Whataburger who really invest in our kids and our programs, it makes it all that much more special. And it makes it that much more of a big event every single Friday night. And and you're right, there's not a Friday night that you won't drive by Whataburger and see a bunch of Lone Star Rangers celebrating after a win on, on a Friday night. So we really appreciate Whataburger's partnership. You know all this whataburger
3: talk talk always makes me hungry and whataburger has one of the best social media accounts to follow and um i've been struggling marvin i'm sure has been doing a much better job about being diligent about working out and i cannot say the same for myself and uh my diet started on monday and i relapsed on wednesday because i had to go get a sweet and spicy bacon burger because i saw an ad so i have to
4: ask marvin what's your go-to order when you go to whataburger what do you what do you like there Uh, i'll probably just get like a regular cheeseburger you know maybe throw some ketchup or something on it but for sure i have to get the spicy ketchup for my fries every time i go i always make (laughs) it like a frustrated thing to grab
3: i love it coach you have a go-to order
5: yeah, I just do a number one. I do a number one with with cheese, no mustard. Uh, when I always get a shake to go with it. And, and Marvin's right, that spicy ketchup. One of the one of the best things that's that's coming to my life is be able to go to the grocery stores and get the Whataburger spicy ketchup to have it at home to, to put on everything. So that's always a great deal. <laughs> it's
3: the best. It's the best. Now, Marvin, I I know you have some hardware that was that was shipped to you. You mind showing us what you got over there with you?
4: Yeah, a trophy.
3: He's got his official super team trophy there. Uh, Marvin, I'm going to give you the final words. Do you have any final words for, for Whataburger?
4: I just want to thank them for uh, especially the partnership with Texas High School Football. You know, it's a pretty big thing out here, and especially be able to go you know, to Whataburger after games, be there you know, all night, 24 hours, always open. So I just want to thank them for that.
3: That's awesome, man. And from the folks here at Dave Campbell's Texas Football, Marvin, we wish you the best of luck next year at Oklahoma. Congratulations again on on being named to the 2019 Whataburger Super Team, Coach Rayburn. Thanks for carving out the time uh, to meet with us. Uh, we look forward to watching the Rangers next season. And, and Jeff, thank you for for joining us and continue your continued support of the Whataburger Super Team and and Texas high school football. So I hope everybody stays safe and and look forward to keeping in touch and, and connecting with everybody soon. Appreciate
4: thank it, you. Bob. Appreciate it. Thank you.
0: There he is. Marvin Mims, you're one of your Whataburger super team receivers. I've heard of him.
1: Maybe once or twice.
0: Who, who I'm, familiar with, I'm familiar with his work. Yes. Um, yes. So we appreciate Rebel Malesa, our intrepid uh, correspondent, catching up with Jeff Rayburn, Marvin Mims, uh, and uh, our, our friend Jeff from, from Whataburger. Appreciate them. taking a little bit of time there. And now we go to Ashley Pickle for an explosive edition of Final Thoughts.
1: Yes, what Tepper was talking about earlier that he saw in the Slack chat, it was what all of you have been talking about in the comments this whole time, some pretty big news coming out from San Antonio okay. ISD. Well, well it, it, it,
0: it, it's news and it's not. So, exactly. so for I'll catch everybody up here. Um, uh, superintendent Pedro Martinez, Pedro Martinez is the superintendent of San Antonio ISD, um, large school district, okay? To A say Very large school district, right? Um, had an exchange with I believe the Express News editorial board and education reporters. This is being reported uh, by Emily J. Emily Donaldson, Emily J. Donaldson on Twitter. She is with uh, the Rivard Report, which is a nonprofit uh, nonprofit organization out of San Antonio. Okay, so here is the entire exchange. Okay, I'm going to read it verbatim. Uh, question: Are all school athletics off for the time being? Answer. This is again San Antonio ISD Superintendent Pedro Martinez. So the UIL will definitely dictate that, Gloria. Well, what I think is going to happen is any contact sports, we're not going to have those for at least the first semester. When you think about baseball and football and basketball. Now, sports that you don't have to have high contact, like tennis and swimming and those kinds of sports, I think those will be able to continue. Same thing with performing arts. Any big events, I think, for the first semester, I don't think are going to be allowed. But I'm going to be an optimist that as we get into the second semester, hopefully restrictions will start lessening, and I'm just following the lead of what I'm seeing Uh, even uh, across even the professional arenas when we're able to see a Spurs game that's probably when we'll be able to have high contact sports in our district follow-up question so definitely no high school football follow-up answer right any high contact sport carry I don't see it happening in the first semester but UIL is going to give us that guidance okay got a lot of people freaking out Mm -hmm. okay um and I think it's important to note that, uh, what, what uh, Mr. Martinez here is saying is with is more or less what he's saying he thinks, right? Mm-hmm. This is not, um, anything that he's going on the record that he knows. This is not anything that he, um, you know, or, or anything like that. So, um, this is theoretically right now one man's opinion. Now, I do think that it is notable that there is a large school district superintendent who is coming out and saying, I'm not sure we're having high school football in the fall. That's the Mm -hmm. first we're hearing of that. Right. Right. And that's obviously frightening Mm -hmm. um, for a million different reasons. Um, And there is the possibility that he knows something that we don't. right? Right. That is possible. Now, He's also, in a lot of ways, I think, kind of kind of straddling a line here where he's saying, I don't think this is going to happen, but we are going to go to the UIL for guidance. Exactly. Um, in the end, the UIL is probably going to be the one who dictates whether or not there's any high school football. They are the ones who can pull the plug on everything, mm-hmm. right? They can be like, nope, we're not having high school football. So until we hear from the UIL or technically the, the governor or the president or somebody above the UIL, basically, right. Until that happens, um, I think we work under the assumption that football is coming back in the fall. Now, look, I think it is probably a good mental exercise to consider Mm -hmm. this idea.
1: And we've talked about Uh, that, and this is the first time that we're seeing that side of what we've talked about for a couple of months, that – it may happen, it may not happen, but it is good to go ahead and get wrap your mind around the idea that it might not
2: happen.
0: Well, and that is to me something that is going to be a um, uh, uh, look, obviously I think that I think that it's probably unwise to speculate about some about this situation uh, and what this thing looks like in in four months, mm-hmm. right? I mean, we're it's May. And basically, football is not supposed to start until August. So May, June, July, August. I mean, we're, we're talking at least three months here. Right. And especially when you take a look at the situation and the way that things have, have evolved as quickly as they have, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, things, this is a very fluid situation. Um, look, I, I will also say that that um, if you talk with education people, education reporters, and, and and they are talking with superintendents mm-hmm. they are some superintendents are questioning whether or not we're going to be able to open school buildings in the fall mm-hmm. and if we're not opening school buildings in the fall then you football's not happening
1: mm-hmm.
0: like that's 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 plain and simple um so uh look is this a noteworthy f- quote yes yes but I also think that for the time being, and maybe he's right, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe he's right. But I think for the time being, I think this goes in the pile of informed opinion.
1: Yes, I would completely Um, agree with that.
0: That's what it is, this isn't breaking news. I don't think that this is worth getting all freaked out about quite yet. Could there be a time in the future where it's time to freak out? Yes. Yeah. I want you guys to know that there is, that that is something I have thought about. That is something we have talked about that, yes. that it is, uh, you know, but I don't have any inside information. If I had any ins- inside information, I'm terrible at keeping secrets. I would just let you know. <laughs> um, so look again, I, I think that it's noteworthy. Mm-hmm. I think that it is, uh, it opens a lot of different, uh, avenues for discussion. It's like good. one, here's, here's another, here's another thing. Okay. Mm-hmm let's say the uil says football can start okay we can play football but i won't pick on san antonio isd uh houston isd comes out and says nope we're not doing it we're not gonna play football we're not gonna play football what happens then and i think that's a real possibility i think it's a real possibility that wink plays football but uh dallas madison doesn't
1: exactly and that's the biggest takeaway I got from this quote is the possibility that I don't think that we necessarily thought about until now. If anything was eye-opening with this, that it might be that specific school districts say, we're not doing it. So then, where do you go from there? I think that was the most surprising idea out of this specific quote and announcement or whatever.
0: Yeah, we're in the uncharted territory, guys, and things are going to be changed things are going to be de- I've said from the jump and I'll say it again, the the football season in the fall will be different plain and simple in some yes. way. We don't know how. It will not go on as usual. Like it will not be a carbon copy of the 2019 season. It just won't because it can't be. Um but this is a noteworthy thing that I think um you know We'll see. I'm not I'm not ready to freak out.
1: You got to take it with a grain you of I not be assault. ready to freak
0: out. Yeah. This is take just me. I think assault. I think it's I think it's an opinion. I think it's an informed opinion. Mm-hmm. And I think that um I think that the 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 superintendent of San Antonio is probably a pretty smart guy. So I don't want to I don't want to say that, but um I think that that would go into the category of informed opinion. We have 3 months to go. Still a lot of ball game to play. Let's see how yes. things shake out. Um, if the UIL comes out and says that, then freak out.
1: Yes, absolutely. I was going to say this is one of those but, things that you, you take everything and collect the information, but until you get the over higher arcing yeah. official statement, then you can freak out. Yes,
0: We're fine for now, guys. I think, it's, I think this is maybe an opportunity for you to um, wrap your brain around the possibility of a different football season in the fall. And maybe that's the, the the positive that comes out of this is just let's get our brain going, but um for now, I don't think this changes things i yeah. i'm not I'm not stopping the presses on the magazine yeah. um trust me, I'd love to <laughs> i like I'd love to get some shape, but uh we've come too far okay, that's what I think um that's and that's one man's opinion on another man's Same. opinion, yep, and that's final thoughts. That's going to do it for us. Thank you for spending a little bit of your day with us. Tomorrow, a very special edition of uh, the uh, This weekend Recruiting. You will not want to miss it. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Campbell's, And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Uh, thanks to Marvin Mims and Jeff Rayburn and our friends at Whataburger for being our guests. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please can get your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today.